بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان الله we find ourselves in the 29th night of Ramadan we ask Allah to accept from all of us and we ask Allah to overlook any of our shortcomings أمين رب العالمين so of course because it's night 29 29 excuse me then that also brings us to just 29 which of course begins with Surah Al-Mulk and Somewhat similar to Surah Furqan, which begins, there are two surahs with, which begin with the word Tabarak, Surah Furqan and Surah Al-Mulk. At the end of Surah Furqan, Tabarak has to do with, with Barakah, how blessed Allah Azza wa Jal is, Tabarak and Ladi. At the beginning of that surah, Barakah is mentioned. At the end of that surah, the servants of the Most Merciful are highlighted. In Surah Al-Rahman, at the beginning, mercy is highlighted. Al-Rahman, Allama Al-Quran. And at the end of the Surah, Barakah is highlighted. Tabarakah asma rabbika dhil jalali wal ikram. In Surah Al-Mulk, at the beginning, Barakah is mentioned. And then towards the end, Qul huwa al-Rahmanu amanna bihi wa alayhi tawakkalna fasata'alamuna man huwa fi dhalalim mubin. These are just a, a, a few a few nuggets that we find in the Quran. And the more a person goes, you know, Qur'an mining, so to speak, the more gold that Allah is going to show you, the more precious gems and jewels Allah Azza wa Jal will give you. When we look at this surah, Surah Al-Mulk, a surah that the Prophet highly encouraged every Muslim to connect with as best we can, we ask Allah to help us to do so as best we can, Amir Rabbil Alameen, in hopes of Connecting with not just the words and the memorization, which is unquestionably beautiful and important, but also the meanings and to reflect on the meanings and the teachings. And then how can I become a better person thereby? How can I become a better Muslim as a result of connecting with the surah, not just once in a while, but hopefully consistently as best I can. Within the surah, there's a key concept that's mentioned in the second ayah. Because oftentimes we find ourselves going through the ups and the downs of this life, but especially when struggling with the downs, it can be extra challenging. When you feel the squeeze of the dunya, when, when it feels like things are hopeless and it feels like things are dark and bleak and, and it feels like things are not going to get better. When we come across this ayah, it helps us to zoom out a little bit and to look at things more from the bird's eye perspective. It's interesting, later in the surah, Allah mentions birds. When we come across the second ayah of the surah, it helps us to zoom out a little bit. Because understandably, it's part of human nature, we get stuck in the trenches that we're dealing with, that we're struggling with, and we get, we zoom in, it's human nature, to look at how muddy things are, and how dirty things are, and, and how difficult and challenging things are. This ayah helps us to zoom out when Allah mentions, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْغَفُورُ Allah reminds us that this life is a test. As a whole, this life is a test. And within this life being a test, yes, there are both ups and downs. The entire package is temporary though. So ideally, 
we would try our best to leverage what's finite for the sake of the infinite. To leverage this, this temporary world so we can benefit ourselves by preparing for a life that's never going to end, for better or for worse. So hopefully if we think of this dunya as th this is the ticket, so to speak. If someone's going to an athletic contest, right? The whole point of the ticket is to get in, to gain entrance so you can watch the game basically. The point of the ticket is not the ticket. It's something far bigger, something far more significant. And it's about what it leads to. So at the end of the day, the, the worth of this life essentially is worthless. And the Prophet taught us this والسلام, that had it been worth even the wing of a mosquito, then the kafir would not even you know, be allowed a sip of water. That reminds us that this life is a test. This life comes and it goes. So Allah reminds us in this ayah that He is the one who created death and life. Even in the order, there's benefit that we can derive from it. We believe that after death, then there's going to be life. We believe in life after death. It's one of the, the fundamental tenets of our faith. Why? In order to test you, to test us, to see who is best in action, who is going to produce, who is going to make lemonade out of the lemons of this dunya. That's essentially what it boils down to. So Allah wants to see how are we going to respond. If things are going good in someone's life, but if someone else is struggling, and if they take it upon themselves as best they can within their capacity to help them, don't you think Allah is going to help that same person? Because times are good. They're helping someone else who's struggling. When that person who is enjoying good times, they're going out of their way to help somebody else struggling. Don't you think Allah is going to help that person through the ups and the downs of this life, especially when things go from good to challenging? Don't you think Allah is going to have their back and support them and facilitate things for them because they remembered Allah during times of ease, Allah will remember them in times of hardship for sure. We ask Allah to make us from among those who remember Him. Moving forward in this juz, in this para, we find the, um, we find the emphasis of the, the, the importance of having quality, quality, excuse me, quality in our prayer, qualitative prayer. There's no question quantity has its time and its place regarding these different things. But there's also the importance of quality. Because when a person is genuinely connected with their prayer as best they can, Allah mentions some of the effects of this in Surah Al-Maharaj. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ خُلِقَ هَلُوعًا إِذَا مَسَهُ الشَّرُّ جَزُوعًا وَإِذَا مَسَهُ الْخَيْرُ مَنُوعًا إِلَّا الْمُصَلِّينَ and then you look at the ayahs after this, these are effects that come from people who are connected with their prayer consistently, both in quantity, which definitely has its time and place and importance, but also the quality. Also the quality. When a person does that, they find themselves to be more charitable. They find themselves to be more chaste. They find themselves to make more and more positive decisions that will bring them closer and closer to Allah Azza wa Jalla. The beginning of that passage mentions prayer and the end of that passage 
also mentions prayer, similar to Surah Al-Mu'minun. At the beginning you have prayer, and at the end you have prayer of that passage. One of the reflections we can take from this at the beginning of our day, we want to try our best to start with prayer, and at the end of our day we want to try our best to end it with prayer as well. We ask Allah to make things easy for all of us. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Moving forward to Surah Al-Muddathir. Moving forward to Surah Al-Muddathir. The people, we ask Allah to protect us from this, there are people who they end up in the fire and they're asked from people who end up in Jannah. So people in Jannah, Allah gives them the ability, somehow Allah knows best how, to ask them this question, مَا سَلَكَكُمْ فِي سَقَرْ It's a direct question. Why did you end up in the fire? And they bear witness against themselves which is an indication that they knew better, but they didn't do better. We, we, we heard the, the, the ayahs from the beginning of Surah Al- uh, in the first page of Surah Al-Mulk, that angels will ask people before they end up in that situation, أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ nadir? Didn't a warner come to you to warn you about this? أَلَمْ يَأْتِكُمْ nadir? They don't respond by saying, we had no idea, we really didn't know. They respond testifying against themselves. They themselves bear witness against themselves. Yes, definitely, there is no doubt, there is no question, a warner did come to us. We did know better. In Surah Al-Muddathir, those in Jannah ask those who end up in the fire, why did you end up in that situation? And what is their response bearing witness against themselves? Testifying against themselves. They knew, but they didn't do. It was information, but it wasn't transformation. There were, there were these ideas. You, you find some of the staunchest enemies of the Prophet ﷺ themselves recognizing that there, there's, he's not a poet, he's not a magician, He's not this, he's not that. So logically you would think, okay, well, so why don't you just take that leap of faith and recognize and acknowledge he must be a prophet? Especially because this Qur'an is completely unique in comparison to anything that they had. So they themselves, in one of their, one of their meetings, one of their council meetings, so to speak, the, these, these chieftains of Quraysh, they were saying, okay, people, they're, they're starting, because they still had their own version of Hajj, and the Prophet is going to them, alayhi salatu wasalam, he's trying to do da'wah, he's trying to get through to them. He's trying to teach. So they said, we, we need to come up with a plan because we can't let people even listen to this Qur'an because people, they're changing. They're transforming. So they themselves, they were saying, okay, so we're going to tell everyone coming that he's a poet. Within that gathering, they themselves were saying, no, we know that he's not a poet. We're going to tell people he's a magician. We know he's not a magician. We're going to say he's a soothsayer. We know he's not a soothsayer. So take that leap of faith and he must be a prophet. This must be a revelation. But they were too arrogant. So they recognized this, this is unique. This is different. They were stunned and amazed when they heard the recitation of the Qur'an. But they didn't take that step. They didn't turn it into anything more than that. So their response is, we weren't, we weren't from those who prayed, 
We didn't feed the poor. You know, we had bad company. We rejected the day of judgment. We, until death came to us. So for us, the idea is to reflect from this ahead of time so we can decide internally, okay, this is binary. There's the zero and there's the one. In terms of my actions and lifestyle, overall, overall, realistically speaking, is it going more towards the direction of the one or more in the direction of the zero? And I'll conclude with this. We find in Surah Al-Insan, we find in Surah Al-Insan, Allah praises people. Allah praises these people that they, they, they were about it. They were going and feeding people good food and they were, they were living their deen. They were practicing their deen. And then you find a few ayahs later. So imagine people, they go and they feed the homeless. Their intention is to feed the homeless for the sake of feeding the homeless. You're not doing it for, for, for any other reason. You're doing it for the sake of Allah. It's the right thing to do. You don't expect a thank you from the homeless. You don't expect them to pay you that. That's not the point. The point is you do it because it's good to do. But then later, what does Allah Azza wa Jal say regarding these people, these people of iman and action? The same two concepts that were mentioned earlier are mentioned here. They end up in Jannah. They end up in the most amazing situation. This is your reward. Your efforts are appreciated. What's mentioned immediately after that? What's the compass so we can know how to get there towards the one and away from the zero, the zero sum? How can we get there? Immediately after the reward is mentioned and, and the appreciation for their efforts, the Qur'an is highlighted. That's the compass. That's the GPS to Jannah. That, that's how we get there. That's our navigation to help us make it through the murkiness of this life, to make it through the tests of this life, we ask Allah to make all of us people of Qur'an. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to help us and protect us. We ask Allah to help us to benefit from this Qur'an so long as we live. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhir alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.